We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. On this episode of Drinks with Binks, we preview an exciting new show coming to you on Fubo TV, the PFL Challenger Series, with none other than the man who was the inaugural PFL light heavyweight champion in 2018, former UFC fighter, current host and broadcaster, Sean O'Connell. He explains how the Challenger Series is a mix of MMA and American Idol. He trash talks Super Bowl champ Aaron Donald, and he also explains how good friend Eric Weddle has been a pillar of motivation even before he sealed his career with a Super Bowl win. We're sipping on some pop or soda, whatever you want to call it. This is Drinks With Things. Hey guys, welcome on into Drinks with Banks. I'm Julie Stewart Banks, and we have some exciting news here on Fubo Sports Network, Fubo TV, as we are welcoming in the PFL Challenger Series, the Pro Fighters League. We have never had this on our network before, and we are going to have such an exciting show for you from February all the way through to April. And to help us break it down, figure out what we can expect, what's going on, we are very pleased to welcome on none other than former MMA fighter, Fought in the UFC, won the 2018 light heavyweight champion of the PFL. He's a media personality broadcaster, host of the PFL Challenger Series and the PFL regular season, Sean O'Connell. Thanks for coming on the show. Congratulations and welcome to the Fubo fam. Thank you. Cheers. I like this. My first time on Drinks with Binks. I've watched plenty of Drinks with Binks. but You have? I feel very honored. Yes. <laughs> well, that would make you and my mom as two viewers for the show. <laughs> no, my mom has had trouble watching it recently. So that's one. But um, more importantly, we're so pumped. I'm going to be working with you on this. And I'm excited about it. something I've never done before. But for you guys with the PFL, this is also something new with the Challenger Series. For everyone out there watching who might not know a whole lot about it, what can we expect from the show? So Challenger Series, we're kind of marrying, um, you know, traditional mixed martial arts, regular old cage fighting, and a little American Idol or, you know, X Factor or whatever your favorite of those silly talent shows is. So we're going to have a a panel of celebrity judges, right? And we're going to have actual commission judges. Um, And the actual commission judges are going to be the ones who decide who wins these fights, but with a contract on the line, either a developmental contract 
with the PFL or if you're impressive enough, an invitation potentially to participate in season four of the regular season, you got to like impress these celebrity panelists. So we're going to have four fights per night and the four winners are all going to be up for a contract. Not only do they have to win, they got to win convincingly, hopefully a little bit of flair to impress our celebrity panelists. And uh, if everything goes well, these people are going to have an opportunity to compete for a $1 million championship, which going from relative obscurity, right? Because these are all prospects. I put them mm-hmm. in that. If you're familiar with baseball and the way that baseball is, these are like the AAA fighters, right? That are waiting for that opportunity to, to get into the majors, so to speak. To go from where you're at now to potentially being a major mixed martial arts champion and a millionaire, that's in, in one season, in one year, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, that's huge. That's life-changing and just really taps into some of these different stories and personalities that we'll see. And you mentioned the celebrity panel and that you want to impress them. What's maybe something that would be different about this show in this series when it comes to fighting and showing your personality that would be, I guess, like just um, sort of leans toward that American Idol style that, that would impress the judges? Like what would we expect from the fighters to do maybe a bit different? Well, yeah. I mean, we don't really know yet, right? Because this is the first time we're doing it and each panelist is going to be different. But um, you can't just, it's not enough anymore if you want to be a star in mixed martial arts to just be really good at fighting, which might be a good thing, might be a bad thing. You got to have an ability to talk a little trash. You got to be good on the mic and cut a promo like they do in WWE and in professional wrestling. Uh, Hopefully, your techniques that you're using inside the cage have a little bit of flair to them, like flying knees, like a crazy swinging arm bar, something like that. That's probably more likely to impress a celebrity panel of judges. Now it doesn't matter for the commission judges, right? It's the same rules as mixed martial arts always is, but just getting your hand raised isn't always enough anymore in this sport, which Mm -hmm. is crazy. I don't necessarily think that's the best case scenario for everybody because some people like if you're a a grinder type of a wrestler you're gonna have to break out of that Mm -hmm. you can't just have 15 decision victories on your record and expect an invitation to the pfl regular season a developmental contract maybe but not like a shot at the big show so to speak so we're gonna find out we're a week away ish right from seeing this happen for the first time and maybe some judges want like Fighters talking trash to each other during the fight. Maybe some judges want someone to bust out in song in the post-fight interview. I don't know. But the more interesting you are, both as a fighter and as a person, the more likely it is that you're going to get a nod from those panelists. Wow. Well, I really, really like that aspect of it because I want to see some weird, crazy stuff. I like the cutting the promos, busting out in a song. Like, this is my jam, baby, a little karaoke on the mic, perhaps, that we'll see from MMA fighters. This is great. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day. Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When we are talking about PFL, like, to everyone else, a lot of people know UFC and a lot of people know PFL, but for like people that might just know MMA through UFC, you've been with PFL, you won it all in 2018 to now. Um, first, I guess, like, how have you seen this, this league develop in just short in a short amount of time? Man, they're really attacking it from every different place, including building the roster. I, I'm unabashed about this. Like I was able to win the first season because I looked at the other guys who had already signed and I was just like, oh my gosh. I can beat all of these dudes. And I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people looked at it. I wasn't the best fighter in the UFC at 205 pounds. I wasn't going to beat John Jones after, you know, like it just wasn't going to happen most likely. And I looked at this PFL roster and I'm just like, this startup company is going to work out really well for me. And then again, in season two and in season three, you look at some of the divisions, you're just like, oh my gosh, this is a lineup of killers. Yeah. And it's because it's because individuals that are working for other companies are looking at it and they're saying, wait, in order for me to make a million bucks fighting for the UFC, I have to win their championship too. But the way that their format is, I basically have to be on a three-year winning streak before I get a shot at a championship. Mm. With rare exception, that's kind of how it is over there. There's people that are getting a little older in their careers or just want a hot start in their career. And they're just like, I don't want to wait three years before I can make real money doing this. So what do they do? They look for other options and the PFL is the best option. And we've got some really incredible fighters that are homegrown. We've got some really incredible fighters that have legacies in the UFC, Anthony Pettis, Rory McDonald, Fabricio Verdum was part of our last season. And they come over and people are like, Oh man, PFL is like, they signed some real guys from the UFC. Now those guys are going to mow through this. Nope. No. None of those guys won a championship for the PFL. They ran up against PFL fighters that were every bit as good or better than them. So it's just growing in every single way. And it's so cool to be part of because if, if you know, the NBA was four years into its existence or the NFL was four years into its existence, it would not be on ESPN. You would not be getting big name fighters or big name athletes to be part of it. PFL is very unique in that respect. I love it. That's just such a, a great feel-good story for something that is challenging, really, what has been sort of the norm in MMA, which has been UFC. Yeah. But just for people that don't know, tell us about PFL, how it's it's a season in in, yeah. in the way that fighters will enter in in <laughs> April and, and fight for a season. So ultimately, this, this series that you and I are doing um, is trying to give people an opportunity to be part of the season format, right? And the way the season format works is they you're taking MMA and trying to marry it with a traditional sport, hockey, baseball, basketball, football. They all have a regular season playoffs and a championship. We all watch the Super Bowl, right? Like you're trying to bring that to mixed martial arts. So all the fighters on our roster participate in regular season fights. 
You get points based on the results of those regular season fights, which place you in a playoff bracket. One seed fights the four seed, et cetera, et cetera. You move on. And after your two regular season fights, your playoff fight, if you're still standing, you get an opportunity to fight for a championship. And that championship comes with $1 million. And this is where it's really different in mix, in the mixed martial arts world is the next season, everybody hits the reset button. Mm. If you're a, you're not a defending champ, you're a returning champ, right? You don't still have the belt. You have the belt from season three, and now we're moving on to season four, just like it is in the NBA, just like mm-hmm. it is in the NHL, just like it is in the NFL and Major League Baseball. You reset, you hit that reset button every single year. It's a true season, which is totally unique in mixed martial arts. Wow, yeah, that sounds exhausting too, also from a fighter's perspective. The well, that's the other cool thing about it is it's like – a lot of times, the Norman mixed martial arts, you get to a level of the UFC, Bellator, you know, PFL. Normally, you fight, if you're super active, you fight three times a year. Like, some guys are outliers. I think Cowboy Cerrone has fought five times in a year and things like that. But most of the time, two or three times a year is what is considered a, a decent, you know, workload. If you want to win a million bucks in the PFL from April to... October, November, you got to fight four or five times. And with rare exception, you got to win them all. So yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of work. But the good side is, you know, kind of your schedule, you know, not to get out of shape between fights. So pros and cons to all of it. It's very challenging. It's a gauntlet you got to get through, but that's why it's compelling. Okay. So you mentioned NFL and you mentioned the Super Bowl. And I got to ask you, we've talked about this player before with another person who uh is into mixed martial arts but aaron donald of course would uh would be someone that maybe might pique the interest of someone who is looking to recruit a fighter we don't know what his future necessarily is at least i haven't checked my twitter in the last couple hours since uh whatever i mean maybe he could have retired in the last 10 seconds but um could you make a pitch right now for aaron donald to come join pfl you want me to make a pitch to Aaron Donald to join the PFL? Yeah, like right now. It's like, I'm Aaron Donald. Why should I okay. join the PFL? Aaron Donald, you've already proved through your career that you are arguably the best defensive lineman in the last 25 years of NFL football. But you could not win a PFL championship. It wouldn't happen. You couldn't do it. Don't bother coming over. Oh, I see a little reverse psychology. Yes, yeah. because a guy like that, knew it. you have to challenge a guy like that, right? If Aaron Donald is moving on from the NFL, and he's certainly still in his athletic prime, and he certainly still has a lot of gas left in the tank, and look, a million-dollar prize with the PFL is fantastic, but he could make a hell of a lot more money in the NFL if he stuck around. But he really couldn't just come over and win a championship. Like mm-hmm. It's a completely different skill set. It's a completely different sport. <clears throat> and if he wanted to challenge himself and prove that he's elite amongst all athletic competitors, mixed martial arts is a great way to do that because we've seen crossover athletes, Deion Sanders and Bo Jackson, and it's so hard to be an all-star in both, but to be an NFL champion and to be a mixed martial arts champion would put you on a different plane entirely. Sick. 
sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Let's talk more about you, Sean. You won this whole thing in 2018 and your fighting career. Like what, looking at your career now, like how would you describe and having sort of like the depth and, and, and time off from fighting, like how would you describe what kind of fighter you were and like what you would look at your fighting career as sort of like your, your footprint on the sport? I look back at it and I, I'm most proud of the idea that I was self-aware. I knew that when the doors were closing for me because I was getting older, I wasn't getting any faster. I had taken a ton of damage that I needed to find an opportunity that allowed me to kind of put a positive stamp on it and then get out mm-hmm. and hopefully move smoothly into broadcasting, which I've been able to do. And the PFL absolutely was that. I, I asked the UFC many times to let me do the broadcasting thing. And understandably, they were like, no, because I wasn't famous enough. I wasn't one of their big, like top flight fighters. I wasn't a, a big contender. So they're like, no, even though I'd, I'd be better than most of the broadcasters they have that are former fighters, it didn't matter because I wasn't famous enough. Right. So with the PFL, it was like, OK, I'm going to make one last ride. Let's do it in a million dollar season format. And then if I win this thing. I'm done. And even if I lose this thing, I'm probably done. But definitely if I win this thing, I'm going to go out on a high note because nobody does that. No one. Julie, no one does it. In the oh, fight game, you know what happens? No one. <clears throat> I mean, even in, regular, in traditional sports, it's so hard for people to go out on top because there's always that desire to do more. But in the yeah. fight game, what usually happens is you get chewed up and spit out. You lose five in a row. And then eventually someone has to kind of pat you on the back and say, hey, you had a good run, pal, but you're starting to slur your words. You're done. Mm -hmm. I wasn't going to get to that point. So that's the thing I'm most proud of is that I went out on a high note. I knew very well that trying to grind my way back into the UFC and beat John Jones to win a championship there was probably a tough road to hoe. Mm-hmm. I signed with the PFL. I looked at every one of those dudes and I was not a favorite. Even when I signed with the PFL, I looked at every one of those guys and I said, I know I can beat that dude. I was the biggest underdog on the card championship night. Love and I was it. so supremely confident that I was going to win that fight. And I did. And I got a big old jumbo $1 million check. And then I said, peace. And now I'm just a dad. I love that. You know what? You and Tara Lipinski are literally the only people to go out on a win in their career because no, look, Tom Brady didn't, he did not. Yeah. It's just like, no one does. Right. Cause it's like, you never know at that moment too. Like it just, it's good that you decided it. I w- that's the, yeah. that is the best. I think if I were an athlete, I would just be like, hit that mark and boom, I'm done. Like, and you know, for me, it's funny because, like, I when I see other professional athletes, I'm like, those guys are like superhuman. I'm just a regular dude who happened to be tough enough to get through this and and win a championship and and whatever. But it's like the one thing against even elite athletes that I feel like I get to hold over a lot of people 
because even elite athletes are just like, yeah, no, I, I saw the end of your career, man. It sucked. Yeah, and I would never. No, it didn't. Like, you need to know <laughs> how to go out on a high note. You need to like every athlete needs to know when it's time. Yeah. And I've been lucky enough to have good people around me, and you know, to have some self awareness and be like, all right, I'm good. I'm done now, and go out on a high note. My one of my good friends just won a Super Bowl with the Rams. He they called him to come out of retirement, play through the playoffs. And he, they won the Super Bowl, and he's going back into retirement. And he's so satisfied. And I'm so happy that I get to have that in common with him. Like, knowing when it's time and being done is a blessing in sports. Wow. So Eric Weddle is one of your buddies. Yeah. he's yeah. We, we were on the team together at the University of Utah. He was, like, really good and a starter and a freshman All-American and defensive player of the year in the conference. I was, like – the third string guy that was saying, Hey, good job, buddy. You're, you're awesome. You know, but, hey, but you yeah. hung on, you're still friends. You're texting everyone yeah. at Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, no, he's, he's a great person. I'm so happy for him. Um, he deserves that. And I think it is kind of the final resume piece he needed to be a hall of fame safety mm-hmm. in the NFL. So knock on wood that five years from now, he gets that call. And yeah, I'm, I'm really happy. And it's just, nobody does it in sports. If I could, like write a book for athletes. It would just it would be one page. Know when it's time to hang it up, and that would be it. You you should do that. You should write a book on that, and that's a great <laughs> book. Everyone would read that one pager. Um, that but one just page. yeah, just very quickly though, what what what's the conversation been like with Eric? Like during this whole time, coming out of retirement, winning the Super Bowl, and you've been messaging with him. You said you talk. Do you talk yeah. with him after the Super Bowl? Yeah, yeah. Um, he. His body, like he knew that he wasn't in football shape, right? But you talk to him and he calls himself one of one. He's like, I don't think everyone can do this, but I know I can do it. I know I have the mental toughness to do this. I'm one of one. And he really believes that. And, you know, I would talk to him after each game. The first game, he played very smart. Not a lot of physicality, not a lot of contact. Getting his legs back underneath him. It was the perfect contest to do that. Uh, in the Tampa game and in the San Francisco game, he was like sticking his nose in there. He was hitting dudes that are, you know, 10 years younger and 60 pounds bigger than him, making tackles and all that stuff. And I would ask him like, hey, is your head okay? How's your body feeling? And he's honest. He's like, dude, I feel terrible. <laughs> I can't sleep. I'm in a lot of pain. But for that prize, he was willing to put himself through it. And then, of course, everyone's like, well, what about next year? What about this? He's like, no, I'm going back to my normal life. I'm going to go drive carpool, coach my kids, oh, yeah. and ride off into the sunset. So I'm so happy and proud for him that he was able to do it. Because it's like, I live in Salt Lake City still. I live like two miles away from the university I graduated from. The community here loves that man more than any other player who's ever played for that football team. And wow. it's like such an amazing thing for everybody here to watch him who's such a good person never forgot where he came from always was like stayed friends with the losers from the team like me you know what I mean like that guy never got too big for the community for the team for anybody and seeing him rewarded in that way is like validating to everybody so it's Mm -hmm. pretty cool oh that's such a great story that's so awesome to hear that he's a he's a good guy also important great on the field and being able to come back and do that. I love that line. One of one. I'm going to 
keep that one for a while to motivate me. Um, I'm definitely not I'm one of one. I'm one of one million thousand people trying don't, to don't say that. You got to be one of one. That's the thing. It's just a mentality thing. Because from a physicality standpoint, especially on an NFL level, like what, Eric is very fast. He's very quick, but he's not the fastest or the quickest guy. He's certainly mm-hmm. not the biggest or the strongest guy. But mentally, mentally, he can honestly say, I'm one of one. He's like the smartest football player I've ever been around. Yeah. He's focused and obviously mentally tough. He tore his peck in the first quarter of that game. I know. And played the rest of the game. That's insane. So, like, yeah. But, like, you got to do that for yourself. I know, you I got know, to stay I know. one on one mentally, you can put yourself in that place. Subscribe to the Fubo Sports YouTube page for clips and full episodes. Follow us at Fubo Sports on all social media channels. Also available in podcast form wherever you find your favorite pods. At some point, it works out, or you know, you're delusional enough to believe that it has worked out. But it has for you. We know that you won. 2018 light heavyweight champion now rocking and rolling as host commentator on PFL and as well as the PFL challenger series. Cannot wait for this. We know that it is going through February into April. It's going to be an awesome time. Um, Sean cheers. We've had an awesome time drinking and thinking with you here on the show. And just before we get going, can you just let us know where everyone can find you and everything you're working on? Yeah, um, at Real OC Sports on the old uh, social medias. If you're into that stuff, you can find me on SiriusXM. I do a Pac-12 show every afternoon. So um, it's 4 to 6 p.m. Pacific. So I'll let you figure out whatever that is for your own time zone. You can find me on Fubo TV starting yeah. uh, this week for PFL Challenger Series. We're going to be on ESPN Plus, ESPN and I think a little bit on ESPN2 during the PFL regular season. You can go buy my book on Amazon. Like, there's just a – you can find me in a lot of different places. Just Google my name. You can find all my stupid weigh-ins on YouTube, although that doesn't really help me. I don't get any money for that. So go find me in places. Hey, go watch some of these, like, you- weird old videos of me getting weighted for fights. You know, it might tickle your fancy. I'm not sure. But you know what, Sean, that doesn't sound like a regular guy. That sounds like a guy who has done a whole lot in his career and keeps on going. So cheers to you. Just because I refuse to be regular. Being regular is boring. Refuse to be regular. And guys, that's what we do here on Drinks With Binks. You know where to find us. Also all over social media. All our interviews are on our YouTube page at Fubo Sports as well as on Twitter and Instagram. Posting clips all the time, including this at Fubo Sports. And until next time, bottoms up, bitches. (laughs) 